Hey, J- Justin, can you, I don't know, come up with a song or something? What? I feel like our commercials are boring. We haven't done that. Uh, did you ever know we got a bunch of cool shit? <laughs> there it is. Yeah. You gotta go to the website. That's good. www.mindpumpmedia.com Dot com in your mom. <laughs> I don't know. And I didn't know how them. to end that. And we lost them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, we've gotten some feedback from people who've gotten the Super Bundle, which includes all three MAPS programs. MAPS Anabolic. So this is what you do. Okay, mm-hmm. You start with MAPS Anabolic. That's uh, that's three phases, three weeks each uh, uh, long. Four phases if you count pre-phase. Then after you're done with that, you move into MAPS Performance. Then after you're done with that, you move into MAPS Aesthetic. At the end of this, this is nine months. So at the end of nine months, this is a realistic... Is it nine or is it seven? It's nine months. Is it? Nine wow. months of programming. It's nine? Dude, yeah. yeah. Wow. It, here's the it thing. It works out. When you see before and afters on social media, it's all bullshit. This is real. Nine months, it's going to take you a little while for a full transformation. And I can confidently say if you follow all of our programs, the way they're laid out, and you don't eat like a, a pig... You will have tremendous results with this. And it's all super bundle. It's available on mindpumpmedia.com and it's less expensive than a car. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. I worked out this morning. Did you guys have a workout? I, I don't like you train early almost every morning. I no, I, I don't. wait till later, dude. I work out every time. I'm like you, a mid afternoon guy. Me too. Yeah. Every time you've invited me to a workout, it's been at, b- before 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. There's two reasons for that. One, it's usually when we're doing something with Mind Pump, and later on in the day, I have stuff to do, and I never miss workout. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in the morning. And number two, I know how shitty your performance is in the morning. And I figured that's the time <laughs> I should that work out. Equalizes with it. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, got like, I got you. This is when I'm going to do some deadlifts with Adam. <laughs> that's yeah. where the truth comes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like wiping the crust out of my eyes. Still, he's like, hey, let's put on another plate uh-huh. there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wake him up in the middle I need of the night. Some music. <laughs> I have this program on my phone that just calls him randomly, randomly in the middle of the night. Keep him awake. <laughs> Here, Adam, try this new pre-workout drink. Yeah, it's a sedative. <laughs> uh, no, I did. I did a little workout this morning. I don't like working out too much in the morning, but I do like it uh, better than not working out. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I did a little thing. I drank some of that uh, that coffee this morning. Do, oh, the oh. Do you know? Uh, do you know like uh, a difference? Do you notice a difference in yourself, like your performance when you lift in different times of day? Is, of course. Is it significant for you? Mm. Is there? I mean, <clears throat> so it's funny you say that because someone posted on our forum the other day that studies show that working out in the afternoon can increase performance by like 10% or 15%. And really? so the forum member asked me like, what's, is this, is this valid? What's the validity behind this, uh, this claim? If you take a bunch of, that uh, was my uh, stomach. Did you- I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm what? having gastrointestinal problems. Apparently, <laughs> you know, you farted. Oh yeah. So mouth fart. Uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, if you take a bunch of random people, and you test uh, half of them in the morning, you test the performance, and you test the other half in the afternoon. The afternoon people, of course, are going to perform better because waking up first thing in the morning working out is what most people don't do. But if you always work out in the morning, your body starts to adapt, and then you start to learn to perform better at that time. And this is a strategy, and by the way, it's very small, but this is a strategy that some top athletes will do 
let's say if their game is always at noon, that they, they always work out at that time or whatever. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I, I usually don't work out in the morning, so my performance sucks in the morning. Well, I would think it's it's mainly due to like you know, what you've established as habit, right? Like, as far as movement patterns are concerned, I, I wouldn't think that like there's a standard of like, well, 10 to 15% gains, you know, if you do it at 12 o'clock or 2 o'clock versus, you know, 6 a.m. If you're a 6 a.m. person or like you're like you, it's just you know springs right out of bed uh you're gonna have a lot better time working out than me mm-hmm. so yeah i i would think it's more just based off of your patterns well something else that's been a game changer for me is i've been having uh i don't know if i talked about this on previous episodes but um i've been having i've been brewing my coffee cold cold brew coffee i introduced you guys to some of this for starbucks serves it now mm-hmm. and cold brew coffee is way easier you, in, you invented it right i invented cold <laughs> yeah. brew coffee okay uh it's um it's way easier on my stomach like regular coffee if i drink too much of it it'll 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 irritate my as adam calls it your my, tummy sounds <laughs> sensitive little yeah, tummy. sensitive little tummy have <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever noticed uh, we're always talking about sal's tummy yeah. uh, anyway i have to do this because it hurts my tummy somebody needs to make a shirt which says say, my tummy made me, <laughs> <laughs> made me sound like such a pussy no well you know what whenever, no. i just feel like every time we go, at all every time we go on these retreats i this is where i decide to go off the off the meal plan and you shit yourself yeah. <laughs> so don't act like it doesn't bother you too yeah. because you shit yourself oh yeah you've, you've actually had we've we've had to pay we get leakage we we do the airbnb and we've actually had them email us and, and ask for another 500 because it's destroyed <laughs> like this bathroom is unacceptable their plumbing has been destroyed that's for you that's what was from you breaking a coffee table that's what it was from dude <laughs> oh man we had to that's fucked up huh we had to yeah, pay for that, that i think it was broken suck. before we moved it it yeah. was dude a bunch of shysters. it was one of those things though you can't prove yeah you, what are you gonna do yeah whatever and it was a like an ex, ex, like a ridiculous ridiculous coffee table yeah. remember it was like the metal like it eagle like, it was like brittle it was like eagle claw iron like feet oh, it was, and, yeah it was iron and it had like these the, the way the glass was attached to the iron was yeah. weird and it was it could barely hold a uh, glass on it it could barely hold <laughs> yeah, me and adam doing jump squats on it yeah. so i know it's crazy kind of a, right what kind of a coffee table is that that's weak yeah uh how's your bulking going adam uh, I'm the heaviest. I thought uh, you were cutting. I'm about to. Well, okay. l- l- let's just let's just take a step back real quick, Justin. Okay. Just observe Adam right now. Does he look like he's cutting or bulking? No, I. <laughs> no, I just said I, I saw the back pic on your Instagram, and you're like, yeah, the cutting begins, and I haven't seen it yet. So he he's not wearing a tank top because that was a tank top. That was yeah. a normal shirt, right? And it exploded. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm uh I'm heavy right now. The, the only the only thing that I hate about there, it's like this. Uh, but I like this, right? I, I love uh, the ability to go up and down and wait, and uh, you know, one one month or a couple of months, I'm focusing on performance, and then I'm getting ready to get on stage for aesthetic stuff, and you know, other times I'm all focused on strength. Like I love this, like always manipulating these. I think that's, I think for at least for me, I don't know about you guys, but to stay sane as a trainer, I mean, we li- oh, yeah. we live and breathe fitness. We talk it every single day. If your body's not changing, it gets boring. Yes. Yeah. That's how I feel. I feel if, if I'm not doing, if I'm not challenging it in a new way, it, it is. It's boring to me. But I, you know, I've learned there's so many. There's uh, there's there's plus and and plus and minus to everything, right? There's great things about being all bulked. I love being bolted up because then all my like XL double XL shirts are like filled out. Like I feel like I feel I can feel like a different presence just even when I'm around people. 
I can feel, I can even feel the way, the way people look at me and I get comments and stuff like that all the time when I'm all filled out like that. When you get all big, you get a big old fat ass. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was oh, creepy. Yeah. But then when I, when I, then when I'm the, like, let's say I'm so uh, getting ready for a show though, and I'm completely shredded to the bone, right? And, you know, on stage pictures and stuff that people see, you know, oh, that look, that to them, they may think that looks better. But when I walk around like that, I'm in a t-shirt and I look like a fucking clothes hanger. You know, I, you, I don't look like a, you know, you, you might be able to tell I'm a fit person. But I, I, I don't think you're, I don't think you look like a clothes hanger. Do you? No, 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 no. You still look pretty muscular in, with the, yeah, you don't know. Because I weigh less than you do when you're on stage. Well, so what do I look like? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. I also got three. You don't realize what a dick he is. No, no, no. I, got I like it when you guys. I bulk. got. I got That's three. Just, you know, I got three inches on preference. you. That's not fair. Justin likes it when we bulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I can hang out with you guys again. You know what I mean. <laughs> oh, so I well, need to get skinnier. So that's the other thing. So on the bulk, it, I, I, I I allow a lot more flexibility on the way I eat. You know, and I get to enjoy things. Uh, uh, more regularly than I would. How much does your weight fluctuate? Forget the contest weight because that doesn't count. That's extreme. Yeah. How much does your normal weight fluctuate from you know leaner to bulkier? Uh, two ten to two thirty. So twenty pound, a twenty yeah. pound swing. Yeah. That's uh, that's a pretty big swing. I mean, you're tall and you yeah. carry a lot of muscle. Yeah. Um, but that's it. See, I used to go up to when I would say I was extreme. I'd get up to 230 pounds, and then I get lean at 190. So that's a 40 pound. Well, when swing. I used to dirty bulk, when I was when I thought dirty that, when do I used that to dirty bulk. I mean, we I'm sure you went through the same phase too, where we thought that was the best way to do things. <laughs> just you know? ate everything. Yeah, just ate everything in sight, and you just put on all kinds of. And that was just I remember bulking like that where. I was not paying attention to my body fat or any of that. It was just purely I need to put on. I want to try and put on as much weight. And then really, what that was was I wanted my body to feel what it feels like to be at that point two twenty, then two twenty five, then. What's the heaviest you ever got? Uh, two thirty five. Really? Yeah, that's the heaviest. Yeah, so I'm really I'm two pounds from that, and I'm so actually you, in better shape right now. Well, here's the thing, then, because obviously I got a lot fatter than you did when I get bulk because I'm not mm. as tall as you are, uh, and you carry a lot of muscle. I get up to two thirty. The heaviest I ever got was two forty, but I wasn't lean uh, in any any sense of the word. I was kind of rotundish. Yeah, you know what I mean. Not not quite pinchable cheeks. Not quite rotund, but I was rotundish, which is <laughs> just before rotund and rotundish. But dude, I'll tell you something. Uh, I gotta find pictures if I have any pictures of my legs at that. My legs get so fucking massive at that size. That uh, I rub holes in my jeans in between. Oh, I mm-hmm. I can imagine. I'm oh, I'm going man. through that where I'm chafing right now, and I'm my, they rub my my quads rub together and stuff when I walk. And that yours are way bigger than mine too, especially the way they're developed, the way you from the uh, from the front. You know, mm-hmm. you can tell how wide yours are. So I'm sure you get that. You were getting that really bad. Yeah, and no, all I, like my like my boxer briefs and stuff like that. They they at the bottom where it just doesn't feel. You just gotta wear the fucking bikinis, bro, because it lets them free. You know what I mean. You gotta free them. I don't know if you can convert me, dude. Huh? <laughs> I've tried that. I went through a phase where I was doing that for a minute, and I just, you know, I didn't. It it wasn't comfortable. Really? Yeah, it looked good though. It yeah. keeps everything yeah. in place. It's like airtight. <clears throat> Makes your business look good. My guys need to breathe. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how. It, yeah, I, I I I'm like boxer boxer briefs don't make them breathe. It's still tight. Uh, there's there's not drafts as, that come up there. No, you know yeah, I mean? they're not as tight as it's nice. Yeah, it's not as <laughs> tight as like yeah. your. I hate them because they climb up my legs and shit. You know what mm. I mean? Then I get wrinkles underneath my clothes from the boxer briefs. See, this wow. way, there's almost no clothing underneath. Yeah. 
I, it to me it depends on what I'm doing too. Like so, I have all different types. Like I have okay. like my loose boxers and I have boxer briefs and I even have tidy whities and I do have some underwear. Like now, yours. when you wore your leggings, what were those called? Uh, compression pants. Yeah. Did you wear? <laughs> do you wear? Are you supposed to wear underwear underneath those? So this I, is a serious question. Well, I I did and I wore. That's where I wore. <laughs> I have these uh, like your your grapefruit. Do they have them what do you in call like what, do you, what do you call your fucking grapefruit or your grapefruit? What do I call my grapefruit? No. What, what's what's <laughs> that's also known as my it's dick. a cucumber. It's uh, uh, they're just kumquat. Like, they're just <laughs> they're just European, uh, you know, underwear. Okay, I don't so know I, what the fuck you're yeah. Them. So I have some I have some Tommy Hill figures that are like that, right? They're white, and, yeah. they're, and so I wore that. Never buy there. white. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest idea. Mis- <laughs> <laughs> no, there's still there's still places it'll white. change colors on you. Let me just tell you, <laughs> bro, bro, Adam, you don't have kids. Let me tell you something. You have kids, especially boys. Yeah. Oh yeah! Don't buy them white no, underwear. It's not a good idea, dude. I I wouldn't my little. Well, I don't know because in my household, actually, I, doesn't change much. I would probably cha- I would probably teach my boys the what you guys are probably just now learning from me is the wipes, dude. The wipes are are that's what keeps that from happening. <laughs> Bro, kids, they just yeah. don't. Well, yeah, kid, I'm not going to debate the kids team, but I'm a grown ass man, so I feel like I can I'm still manage my ass. Outside. I feel like that's I can manage I my ass. Okay. <laughs> do you you have your kids, your boys? Pee yeah, outside? these pee outside. Do they you know, do that all the time? Find a tree. Yeah, all the time. It's actually gotten me into trouble. Has it really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like We're, taking him to Taekwondo and he's like, oh, I got to go. I'm like, okay, let's find this bush over here. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. It's why. So here's, this is what's fucked up about society to me. This is why I, I think society's fucked up. This is the number one reason why I think society's fucked up. No, it's not the number one. This is horrible. But hmm. when you're a child, when you're a boy, you, p- you piss outside. It's a great thing. It, when you're a man, nature boy, you go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, you know what I'm saying? There, there has to be like a time length there, right? Yeah, what's the break? That's what I want to know. If you're like, peeing too long and you're a grown man, you know. I think this is what I There should be like a, there should be, it should be more specific. Like once you reach the age of 12 or whatever, peeing outside now is a, is an offense. It's now mm-hmm. a felony. Mm-hmm. But peeing up until then, it's okay. <laughs> felony for that. Well, something. <laughs> well, no, dude. No, okay. Here's the deal. This is not a joke now. If you, as a grown man, let's say you go around the back, there's no one back there, it's fucking deserted, you're behind a tree taking a piss, someone just happens to seize you, reports it, you're on a fucking list forever as a, uh, what do they call it, Uh, a sexual offender. It's not. No. It's not Angie's list. It's like uh, <laughs> it's the other one. Craig's list. Yeah. No, it's not that. It's uh. What's that? What's that list called? It's uh. Megan's law. Megan's law. Yeah. Yes. I always get those two confused Bro. <laughs> for yeah. some reason. Your wife's like hey, one of them. You have to pay for the other one. You get a lot of weird colors. Yeah. Honey, yeah. look up the no. plumber. Where do I find uh, a good plumber? Oh, I go. knew this guy was uh, yeah. up babe, to something. Babe, go find a plumber on uh, on Megan's lot. It's a great place. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's a great some, place. Some yeah. creep comes over. Yeah, yeah no, there. you'll be on a uh, sexual like a sexual offender list forever, and it doesn't say on there you were peeing outside. It literally will say like public indecency or exposure or whatever. Yeah. And if there was a kid that was around, then it'll say expose himself to a child, even yeah. though you were pissing and not doing. How fucked up is yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, no, that is pretty fucked. You That's can't crazy, do that. especially since I'm sure. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I do all the time. I, yeah, I, oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, no. What are you doing? I'll dude? Have to wash my back <laughs> now. I guess I, never. No, I never <laughs> pee outside. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll do pee it. in the car. I'll do it in like I'll do like a sharks game on oh, the way. Like, like on the way to sharks game, I'm like ah, oh, we got to walk all the way over the <laughs> wait in line pee on the building. Pee right now. I don't want to wait yeah. till I get in there. Yeah, <laughs> pee on somebody's tire and get in. Market. It's like one of the benefits of being a dude. Come on, don't take that from us. But but poop. 
pooping outside is a big that's no-no. That's not okay. That's a big no-no. Yeah, that's a faux, Only you do that's that. a faux pas. I did that once and I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I did it once as an adult, but we're not yeah. going to talk about what happened. Yeah. When that happened. That was great. There was a lot of money involved. It was weird. Hmm. Um, hey, I think you need to bring up something else that I, I was uh, reading on our forum, which, by the way... Um, it, it'll almost bring it. Did you, were you guys on late, late last night? Late last night, some, a new guy comes on and he, he took a, a picture of himself and where he's starting at and that he was a hard gainer and he like the one in his uh, underwear. Yes. He posted that yesterday, but it's been just on fire on the forum because oh. you, a lot of people offering support. And I don't know about you guys, but um, man, when I see stuff like that and then I see the, the support people are giving him and the advice and whatever, uh-huh. cause he's new, you know, he doesn't know what he's, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing in this, in this realm. Um, it's uh, I, I don't know. I get the chills every time yeah. I read oh, stuff like that. Very I, encouraging. I wrote that. I said that to him because I told him. I wrote underneath. I think I was probably. I by the time I got to it, there was like twenty, thirty people that had already commented before me. You know, and I, I always like anytime I see a new person, then they announce and they say it's their first day and stuff. Like I always say hello and everything like that, right? So I'm saying hi to him, and and then I'm like, dude, just buckle up, get ready, right? Because I had seen all the people that had already commented, and then he sends back to me. By the time he sends back to me, another like 10 people in between had already you know, wrote more information to him, and he was just like, it's almost overwhelming how crazy the support is. Like, he goes like instantly. He asks a question, and just like people are giving, yeah. and they're not. It's not like cheesy generics of like, oh, you know, work hard. I you just, can yeah. do it. Yeah, like people, no, no, are, people like, are specific. Of course, yeah, very specific. You know, and so. we've got we've got there was some trainers on there that are telling them, hey, when I train my client, this is what I do. Uh-huh. Of course, uh, I think all three of us commented. Yeah, kind of gave them some advice. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's a. Uh, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving reading all the uh, the posts that people are putting up there. The comments. Um, I tell you what, it makes me realize just how, just how much the fitness industry needs something like this. You know, we had somebody, uh, enroll in, in our nutrition survival guide the other day who then sent us a message. It was a young lady. I don't remember her name. I wouldn't say it anyway, even if I remembered. Um, but she, she's like, Hey, I don't think this is what I was looking for. I wanted like a specific, tell me what to eat every day type of meal plan. And it, it, you know, and all three of us were reading it. And we were kind of talking about it, discussing you know, how we should help her out. But uh, it just occurred to me that um, the people they've been so inundated with this advertising and this, you know, this uh, fitness industry standard of here's your solution. Just do this one exact thing, uh-huh. and this will give you results with no consideration for long term results. Right. Educating the person, you know, you know, actually giving them something that's going to benefit them mm-hmm. in a very real way. That they expect that same shit. You know, expect like yeah. I just wanted a meal plan. Yeah, like I wanted some magical meal plan, ladies and gentlemen. Meal plans or magical meal plans don't exist. Yeah, Mm-mm. they do not exist. What you want is you want guidance to help figure out your body, to figure out what works best for not just your body, but your your uh, your personality, your preferences. The drawbacks to your personality and your preferences. Some there's going to be challenges that are going to come up for you that are not going to come up with other people. You may have issues with food, for example, that someone else isn't going to have. You may have real strong connections to certain foods. You may find that you reach for sugar not because you like sugar, but because it's comforting, or that cutting out certain foods you have an emotional connection to. You know, I've had many people tell me. I think I have a food intolerance to dairy, but I can't cut dairy out because I don't know what to eat afterwards. And then they realize it's more of an emotional connection than anything because there's lots of food out there that doesn't have dairy in it. 
And so what we aim to do with our programs and our guide is we try to guide them, help them, lead them, but so that at the end of the day, they find the solutions that really work best for them. And then what you end up with is somebody who has been yo-yo dieting their whole life to somebody now who has now finally uh, follows the fitness lifestyle. And it's totally not only doable, but it's better than the way they were living before. You know what I'm saying? Well, and this is really the idea, uh, I think, why we knew we had to have a forum to go with mm-hmm. all of our programs, yes. all of our stuff, is because we we knew that it, w- it was so challenging, right? I think one of the hardest things that for all of us has been, you know, we're so anti-cookie-cutter anything, so how do, we, how do we teach these people what they need to know and help them out and guide them nutritionally, guide them training-wise? How do we teach them about their bodies without... You know, but we reach masses. How do we reach millions, but not give those million people? You know, because you can't te- technically write a, a million people. You know, design programs. We couldn't do a personal one every. Pro- I would love yeah. to. You know, what I'm saying, but that'd be impossible, right? So, how do we make it as custom to them and what they need? Uh, for is well, we have to teach them. We have to teach yeah. them and show them. That was the whole idea of like how how maps all come together is, and it's not finished. You know, we're we're working on the next one already, and when it when it's all comes together. You know, it will make complete sense for everybody. We started where we started for a reason, but there are other pieces to to really understanding and learning your body that we want to help people with. But the forum had to go in in conjunction with it because it was so important that when you came to into these challenges, because everybody will, you'll hit a plateau or you'll feel some sort of an ache or a pain that was you know nagging out of nowhere, or you'll you'll notice something like your body is is retaining and holding water or something weird. And so there's a lot of these questions that get asked all the time. Uh-huh. And that's what's the, the power of the forum is as you're going through your journey, you know, you have a place that you can you can actually talk to and communicate to other people that are either one already gone through what you're going through right now mm-hmm. or two are professionals themselves. We've got doctors, nurses, all these people that are on there. And into, in, in addition to all of us on there answering questions so we can guide them through. Yeah. So you can substitute, you can implement, you know, specific things that are going to benefit you and your body the most. And so that's why we had to keep it kind of open-ended so we're talking about our programs our programs have foundational elements to them and they have a structure behind it and uh it's it's very much what you're any any person can benefit from uh you know obviously there's gonna be limitations and there's gonna be uh some people with restrictions or past injuries or you know you name it uh but as far as what's gonna benefit the body the most we made sure to put that into the program leaving you know sort of open-ended uh ways for you to implement uh other ways to enhance yourself personally and so this is where our whole mods concept comes from this is where our form comes in this is where all these different uh uh extra items are there to uh, really personalize it. And that's why we wanted to do it that way because everybody has to have something to start with. You know, you need to have something that's like, you know, some sort of a format where I'm like, okay, I'm here. How do I navigate from here? Okay, here's how you navigate. Okay, uh, now where do I go? I'll try that, but I don't think that really works for me. Okay, it doesn't really work for you. Let's figure this out. Okay, and then now this is where the forum, we can kind of chat about it uh, and we can we can like refine it and and move forward from there. So well, that's the, why I like... Uh, in the spirit of uh, transparency, in the spirit of mind pump, from a business perspective, this is what uh, our forum has done from business, just from a purely business standpoint, because I, I get lots of personal uh, benefit from the forum just because people like pe- there's lots of smart people on there. A lot of the studies that I post on my Instagram 
uh, I get from the forum from other people posting a lot of them. I, I've done a couple of them now uh, recently. Um, but from a business, from a purely business standpoint, this is what it's done. Number one, if people enroll in our program and then get in the forum, our return rates like zero. Because I'll tell you why. When people get on our program, number one, uh, if you're looking at it and you've just been working out for a long time and you look at the program, I think sometimes people look and, and they're waiting to open up the program and to see like some weird, magical, like, oh, this is this. What is this? Yes, uh-huh. exercises no. they've never seen before. No, right, or like, like, right. What they're gonna, what this they're new gonna, crazy timing so tip. I like hang upside down and spin? <laughs> right. What Ooh, they're going to see is a lot of exercises that they've done before, right? Your barbell movements, your dumbbell movements. I'd say the one program where they'll probably see exercises they've never done before is the performance. But MAPS Aesthetic and MAPS Anabolic, they'll see a lot of exercises they've done before. What they don't realize is how programming works. And we, I don't expect them to. That's something that took me shit almost two decades to understand mm-hmm. how actual programming works so but then they get on the forum and i can't tell you you guys have seen this but tons of times probably a dozen at least in the last few months where we'll have very experienced people who enroll in the program will get on the forum and when i mean very experienced i mean some of them have been personal trainers for a long time some of them have been competitors for a long time and they'll get on there and be like well i looked at the program and i don't know it seems basic and i think i need more i need this and i've done this before and of course sure enough 15 comments trust it try it do it it comes with 30 day you know guarantee do it for 30 days watch what happens and then of course two weeks later oh shit i'm hitting prs oh shit i'm getting digital i didn't realize it yeah there's a challenge right there you just mentioned like stick with it for the 30 days like a lot of people that you know any of them that we've had like and i don't say a lot because there's been very minimal amounts of people but uh the it's it's that that trust factor okay if you don't if you don't trust enough to to try it for 30 days don't buy it right don't don't even do it uh because like you have to you have to go through the process you can't just look at it uh from a peripheral and be like well you know i tried for like a week and i was like nah you know like you have to do it well especially when the especially when the industry does the complete opposite and that's one of the things that we came out and try have been explaining on this show for so long is that you know it would be easier for us to throw a bunch of crazy exercises together that just blast everybody. And the first time you do a workout, you go like, holy fuck, that was yeah. the, this is what bro, I must oh, have been missing. you murdered me, bro. Yeah. yeah. This is awesome. Bro, bro. That, is a, that is a brilliant point because I'll tell you right now, if I were going to write up a workout on a piece of paper and to dazzle the average gym goer, oh, it would look very different. Dude, I'll write yeah. a whole workout that you can't even read. You have to dude. look up I'll everything do laps. you don't know what it is. Dude, I'll if do laps get, on CrossFit. You, yeah, if you want to yeah. cr- just get crazy like That's that. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> If I wanted to dazzle the average gym goer, I could put a bunch of shit together. They could yeah. take a glance at it and be like, wow. Dude, you think burpees are hard? My Please, I'll, I'll shit on burpees right. all day. <laughs> right. They'll look at it and be like, oh my God, this looks crazy. I've never seen shit thrown together like this. Yeah. This is good. I got to try this uh but no that's not how uh, expert programming works it doesn't work that way and really expert programming when it comes to exercise um is the brilliance is in its simplicity it's not in its complexity Mm -hmm. and you can go into any i'm talking about you find any advanced coach in any sport and you look at their exercise programming for the workouts and to the layman to the average person to the gym rat the average gym rat they'll look at and be like well that looks i I looks like i I could do that no you can't 
It, the simplicity, that's where the brilliance is in it. it. None of their workouts, none of these coaches, you talk to the best coaches, Mark Ripto or any of these guys, mm-hmm. and you look at the programs they put together, yeah. and the average person is going to look at it and be like, oh, pff, that's yeah, simple. Yeah. I'm just going to do that. Yeah. No, follow that shit yeah. and then see what fucking happens because you're shitty, super and complex. Refine your technique like every step of the way for every one of those simple lifts. And that's, what, that's and how it's also, hard and it looks. It's also the programming, the way you, the, the types of adaptation you're aiming for, the tempo, the way you use the weight, the yep. the repetitions you're working, the way the exercises are ordered. I mean, I could go on and on, but if you follow it and all of a sudden you're getting results, then you'll see what I'm talking about. But compare it to your super complex, you know, body part split routine that on paper you think looks awesome, even though you don't understand how exercise programming works. And by the way, you came to us because your workout wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Well, fucking try something different. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, and it's, you know, I say that and I sound like I'm angry, but I was that guy, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was that guy. I was that guy that would keep doing the same shit over and over again and I kept expecting something different to happen. But some look, it's, it's time. Like, it's a comfortable place. It's time. People like staying in that. Try something different and then see what happens. What's the worst thing that can happen? You 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 go back a month. Okay, you get back on your do your old shit and you'll be back within a week yeah. to where you were before. Mm-hmm. You've lost nothing except you've maybe gained some knowledge. And at the very least, you've learned what doesn't work for Is you. Is that you've learned something about your body. Right. right? That- right. And and here's the thing. We have people on the forum that don't buy any of our programs. We got one guy on there that uh, could walk on a stage and compete as a bodybuilder. The dude's a fucking beast. I forgot his name. Was it Tim- Timothy? Timoni? Yeah, Timoni, Timoni, Timoni or Timothy? No, it's not Timothy. Timoni. Timoni. Uh, the dude's yacked. Uh, I don't think he's bought any of our programs. All he's done is applied some of the principles. Uh, and um, the guy has he bought our programs, Doug? Yes. Okay, so this guy, if you if if you saw me and you saw this guy standing next to each other, uh, I could fit inside his pack. Like he's <laughs> he just yacked, right? Yeah. He looks like he knows what he's talking about, and he's got lots of experience. He took some of our advice, and the guys, I think he's in his thirties or forties. He's hitting PRs on his lifts, uh, and all, a lot of what he said was, uh, you know, he followed some of our advice by lowering his protein intake. Yes, believe it or not, he lowered his protein intake. It feels Upped better. His fats. And another one that he said was a big one was he stopped going to failure. Mm-hmm. He stopped lifting to failure. Um, and I wanted to touch on this because um, that one Instagram page, what is it? The Muscle Professor? Is that his name? Yeah. Um, which, by the way, one of the better Instagram pages I've seen. A lot of science-based information. He tests a lot of the theories that you know people come out with. Uh-huh. And they recently you know, showed a study that was done comparing people who trained and lifted every set to failure versus people who didn't lift to failure. And what did they find? Um, the, in a six, this was, I think it was a 12 or 16 week period. So it was a short week. It was like a three or, or four months. Um, no benefit, no benefit whatsoever to lifting to failure. His recommendation is right along the lines of what we have always recommended, which is don't lift to failure. Number one, it doesn't give you any better benefit all it's going to do is cause more damage to probably your central nervous system. And after, you know, long term, 16 weeks or whatever, not only are you going to get no benefit from it, but you'll get worse benefits from it. So this is a big one. This going to failure yeah. one is a big one. I kind of want to cover this. Well, I think it was one of, <clears throat> I mean, we, we talk about this all the time, right? We always talk about uh, our, our paradigms being shattered and, you know, having moments in our, our whether nutrition uh, life or our, our fitness life, whatever we're trying to, whatever our goals are, right? And this is one of those things that I remember when I shifted from that. You know, how long ago? It was not even uh, two years ago. Wow, two, two years ago when I when I completely shifted from it. I mean, I kind of I had experimented with it before, 
and I saw gains from it. And so it wasn't until I like completely stopped doing that though. Isn't that crazy how like uh, imprinted on your brain it was that you saw gains and yet you still went back yes. to yeah. going to failure. Oh, that yeah. happened to me like four times before I finally yeah. decided. And that and that's just it. It's like it's not like it was completely foreign to me. It was just that I didn't I didn't really realize uh, how much more beneficial it was in comparison to what I was doing. I had to revisit it again. And once I revisited again, I saw I saw the change again from it. I thought, wow, this is this is crazy to me. I would you would think that you know because all everything I've ever read before, and because you see all kinds of studies about going to failure, going to failure, and how it causes your body to recruit more muscle fibers, and more muscle fibers means more muscle growth. And yeah. you know, this is like you know, it's so funny, but you got to take that study out. You got to peel that apart more than that because there's there's so many so many more factors that come into play than just breaking down more muscle fiber or recruiting more muscle fibers. And you know, you continue to there's something to be said that if you continue that mentality, the body gets adapted to that kind of stress it'll get used to you always hammering the body to failure and and making and fr- like you said frying your central nervous well, system. well for me it was more like um like it was ingrained in me it was the mental discipline like so going through sports and everything like uh, the coaches you know they they do their best as far as like trying to create a program for the team to follow and for the most part, it was all intensity based. And it's like, just like the whole mentality of like this, this old school, like, no, we're not taking water breaks, you know? And like everybody, like it was all about this mental discipline. And uh, so they just, that just carried over into the lifts. And so like, so we, did you feel like, oh, I'm being a pussy if I exactly, don't go to Exactly. Uh, 100%. Always, always in the back of my mind. And this is something that has taken years and years for me to, 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 you know, get out of my, my mind. It's been there for so long uh, because like, you know, the, the last uh, part of practice, we would always sprint. And so we'd have like these hundred yard sprints or, or whatever it was. And, and you would pride yourself in being able to go like a hundred percent each one of those. And so we would do the same thing with, with the workouts where I was going a hundred percent, uh, on squats, hundred percent on bench. And so, uh, <laughs> it wasn't until I actually, I think it was when I was like going through, uh, uh, like Muay Thai and some martial arts where they're like, dude, you're going too hard. You know? And like, they kept telling me, oh, like, you're a little too, carryover. yeah, you're, you're too tight. You know, you're too tight in your punches. You're too tight in your kicks. Uh, you know, everything. Because I was just like, I have to go 100%. You know, and like, I felt like, I, you know, being loose and, and, and you know, swinging my leg like the way that they wanted me to. I felt like I was being a pussy. You know, I'm like, I'm not doing this at, at a full max capacity, you know. And it's just like, just that one thing for me, I realized once I started working on that and working on my flexibility, how much more force I was producing and what was happening, like, it, it was just like it, a light bulb went off. And I'm like, oh, my God, what about working out? And then I started to kind of take that into the workouts. And then, you know, we got introduced, you know, maps and all these kinds of, like, it, it reaffirmed that, um, you know, this is the way to do it. And so that's why I've been so vocal, especially, like, I'm not mobility guy. I'm not, like, Mr. Like, this is just recent. Like, I've just decided that, like, this is better for my body and so that's why it became like this big focus for me because I, I had like pushed it away forever. Well, check this out. When was the, uh, okay, we all know, I know we all pretty much work out alone now, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I don't know how long that's been for us, but I bet you at ages between 20 and 25, 
you were always looking for a workout partner or working with someone because of that, because that mentality of having someone push you and push those limits and yep. you needed a spotter. Like people would always ask like, who's your workout partner? Who well, do you because work- going to failure, <laughs> um, a lot of exercises requires a partner. Because if yes. you go to failure on you can't, a fucking bench press, you can't have you can't go to yeah. failure, right? No. Unless you have a partner. How many times I fucking had should the bar land on my chest and I've had to roll it down to my <laughs> yeah. fucking kidneys? You so too, could, huh? Yeah, yeah. I remember. I even remember being a trainer, and you know, I always had a workout partner, and it was I was always like, I, but I was very particular about who worked out with me because I had a certain way I wanted you to spot me. Because I wanted to be, you, I wanted to be spotted on every exercise. Mm-hmm. Like when you think about it, isn't that crazy? Like I mean, I remember always having having a guy there to spot <laughs> me and everything. It's just yeah. like, why am I train? Why am I training to failure all the time like this? Well, so for me, the big light bulb came off when I realized uh, this was a huge fucking moment for me. When I realized that I am not that different from my clients. Mm-hmm. Let me explain. So, for the longest time, when I would train my clients. I would train my clients and I'm I am far more objective of a trainer of my clients than I am for myself. I always been I've always been a better trainer for my clients than myself. Still to this day as is, is, is awesome as I work out now on my own, I'm still better with my clients because I don't have ego when I train my clients. When I'm training my clients, I'm just trying to get them to improve and feel better. I'm trying to get them to move better. I'm trying to get them to, you know, lose body fat, build muscle and just improve on a regular basis. And a lot of these people I've trained for over 10 years. Uh, so when I'm training them, I'm watching those things. I can see what's going on. I can see what's working. I can scale the workout back. I can change the routine. Whereas when I go work out, my ego kicks in and I'm like, no, fuck it. I'm squatting heavy. No, fuck it. I'm going to failure. Yeah. So the, there was a moment and it was not that long ago. And this is what's crazy to me is that you've got three guys uh, on this podcast who pride ourselves in being open-minded and advancing our knowledge in exercise, uh, science, and how you know it works on the body, and yet we all fell for the same traps. We all fell for that shit. That's how. Yeah. That's how I, I. I want you guys to understand the people that are listening right now, right now. I want you to understand something right now. A lot of you are un- unconsciously incompetent. A lot of you don't know that you don't know. You think you know, but you literally have no idea. And so you have to open your mind first. And, th- and this is what happened. I would train my clients, and then every once in a while I get like a real serious client, and they'd be like, "Cool, I'm going to train this guy." Like I trained myself and I would have them lift to failure and every fucking time they would stop progressing or they would start regressing Mm -hmm. and I would always chalk it up to, well, I'm special. I'm a trainer. (laughs) I take supplements. I work out differently. I whatever. And then I would stop training them to failure and I'd have clients that would progress and do phenomenal and I'd look at them and be like, you know, they're doing really well. Like this is no longer, we're not that different. Like I've got a client now that can deadlift 400 pounds or I've got a client now that can bench press a decent amount of weight and that's pretty fucking good like and then i started realizing like i'm not super special i'm pretty average maybe i should try some of the stuff that i apply on my clients and so that's what i started doing this is also why i moved away from body part splits because i never trained the clients body part splits i've had clients hire me for five days a week i put put them on body part splits and they wouldn't get good results and i would always be like ah their genetics aren't as good as mine once i started you know being more objective and training myself like i train my clients uh, it, it was it was mind blowing. Going to not going to failure was massive. It was mm-hmm. huge. The second I, literally the second I stopped all my sets about two reps short of failure. So don't get me wrong, it's still intense. You're still working out hard. I'm just not doing those two extra reps that make me where I can't right. move the weight anymore. 
the second I stopped doing that, literally the following week, I got stronger. It was that fast. I was like, I stopped going to failure. Holy shit, I'm getting stronger. Well, well, week. that's a good point to make too, because the workouts aren't just weenie workouts. You no. know, I think people would think that a lot of times, like that, we're in my mentality uh, later on that are just like, you know, like, oh, well, that means I'm not working hard enough. Or no, you're working hard. It's just that you're 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 applying discipline. Uh, that uh, you know will will benefit you down the road, and you're gonna adapt uh, versus like uh, just just pummel yourself. Well, here's what happens when you go to failure: you fatigue the muscle, obviously, but you also fatigue the central nervous system to a very large extent. And what that does, and what the studies show, um, we're gonna talk about science now here for a second. What the studies show is that it. it I'll prepare my it, brain. It, it, <laughs> Thank you for the fucking heads up. It, <laughs> It sometimes I sound like a I'll, pump. Put, I'll put my white coat on. Sometimes I sound like yeah. a pompous asshole. <laughs> Here uh, we go. We're going to talk about science. Uh, yeah. the, each sub, uh, subsequent sets um, are negatively affected dramatically. So if I go to failure on squats, it's going to dramatically reduce my my performance for each set. So although I may have stressed my muscle fibers more in that one set than I would in one set where I stopped two reps short of failure, it's now fucked up the rest of my workout. And so overall, I'm getting less. Uh, less By work. Fucked less, up. You don't mean literally. You just mean that you're you're getting less. You're getting less. You're getting results. less. Yeah. Less results. Um, and on top of that, I'm hammering my central nervous system, which many times requires longer to recover than your muscles. Mm-hmm. And they both, you know, you can your muscles can recover great, and you can have a fried central nervous system, and that's going to affect your performance and your gains. And if you don't believe me. Take a week off of exercise. Make sure your muscles are nice and fresh. Mm-hmm. And then stay up for 48 hours in a row. Don't go to sleep at all. Go to the gym and see how you perform. Muscles are fully recovered. Central nervous system is fucked. And your workout's going to suck as a result. Oh, yeah. So your your best bet, literally, uh, I, whether you change your workout or not, whether you enroll in MAPS or, or not, whether you stay in your, your bro split or whatever, no, just th- stop going to failure. What, one of the things, when we started when we started uh, following maps, right, when we first started, and the biggest game changer for me, I've had the most growth in my legs over the last two and a half years than I have in anything else. And the number one factor that is of what, what I mean, following maps, but what it's applying is it forced me to go from being that guy who used to do 20 to 25 sets on legs and I would be so fucking sore for seven days that I would, you know, I'd be literally sore for three to four days. Fifth day, still feeling it. Day six, still kind of feeling it. Seventh day, finally, like, feel like I'm fully recovered. So I'm hitting it once a week and I'm just pounding the shit out. When I started to pull back from that and then we spread it out over three days in maps, oh my God. Like my my gains, I literally it was like every week it felt like I was gaining size, gaining size, gaining strength, gaining strength, gaining size, and it, I mean over the last two and a half years I've made way more progress on my squats and in my legs than anything else by applying that science by finally biting and like I said I've done it before and other things but to actually stick to it and run through the whole routine that was a game game changer for me it was. I was no longer crippling my my legs to where I could, you know. And I see guys do that all the time. It's still like a bragging right right now. You see people post about it. Oh, post leg day. Oh, post leg day. Like cool. Post leg day for me. I walk out. I feel fucking awesome. Yeah, bro. I think I got a nice little pump on, and I'm walking around, and I feel great. I don't fucking waddle out of the fucking gym. I don't need a meme where I did though. 
Yeah. I did though, so I understand. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm not I'm not punking anybody who does that because I get it. I did the same thing too. I mean, that was how I all of us got trainer buddies would talk to each other like, Oh, you pussy, you could oh, still we all walk. Did, dude. Come on. Dude, yeah. it's such a so this is probably why uh you know women tend to uh, love the program. I'll tell you why, because men have this ego where if I tell a guy don't go to failure, it's better for you. His response is like, well, I'm not a pussy. Well, that's not the, <laughs> that's not the fucking point. That's exactly. That's not the point. The response. It was like, okay, do you, do you take a sledgehammer and smash yourself in the face with it every day? No. Oh, you must be a pussy because you don't smash your... Like, what the ah, fuck dude. does that have to do with anything? <laughs> it makes no goddamn sense yeah. at all. Uh, now, now, women are guilty of it in other areas, like childbirth, when they're like, I went natural. I was like, oh, you're, you know, I took, you know, epidural. You must be a pussy. No. It's the same thing with exercise with guys. Yeah. They think, because I tell them... Do they really <laughs> talk shit like that? Dude, women are funny about that. I've heard women talking, like, I'm going natural. Like, it's yeah. this big, like... Let me tell you. I always I, just think that's let me tell pubes. You, that's, that's where guys don't have an ego. Yeah. If men had babies... <laughs> Epidural, <laughs> there would be no question. No, a doctor wouldn't I ask you. I got mine out in two minutes. How much? How many milligrams do you want? Yeah, a doctor wouldn't. You think you could handle 14,000? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A doctor would not ask you, Do would you like to go natural or would you like to use drugs? That wouldn't even be an option on the paper. Yeah. Everybody would get a fucking drugs, you know what I'm saying? But when it comes to working out, guys have this mentality where uh, if I tell you how to do it a better way and it just so happens to be more efficient in the sense that it's a little easier on you, all of a sudden you're like, well, <laughs> I like to do things the hard way because I'm a guy. <laughs> and I like, I'm a manly dude and you're yeah. a pussy no, no motherfucker you're gonna get better results forget your stupid ego for a second <laughs> would you like to build more muscle get stronger and get leaner yes good then do it this way you know not, you're not being a pussy just listening to you say that I feel like you're attacking my little guy that's still there <laughs> like, shut up man shut the fuck up shut up I'm not a pussy yeah. I'm not well I think the reason why we're so passionate about it is because we were we all did too yeah we were there you know we were there and I and I think that's it's always important that we we tell people that because I know there's now now that we've had all these episodes there's lots of people that have never heard all of them that tune in just made this the first time you're listening to us and uh you know one of the things that uh, we we are first ones to tell you, like man, I I remember going through that. It's normal to to think that way, to feel that way. The thing is that you have to learn to to challenge that, though. Challenge yourself and be open minded. Be open minded, and you'll see when you start to when you start really applying real science, not the shit that you're reading in magazines or that your buddy told you or that you swore that somebody you know you saw some study that said this. Like you got to be careful of all the propaganda that's out there in the industry. I mean, like I said, I could take a spin, put a spin on anything, you know, that, and, and twist. Uh, any way of training, any modality, and make it sound like it's the best way, but in reality, that's not that's not what it's really. No, like. it's uh, here's the thing: the people that have made gains working out and going to failure have made gains not because they've gone to failure; they've made gains in spite of going to failure. That was likely working against them, and they still made some gains anyway. You take that that going to failure and you apply it properly. And by the way, I'm not saying stay away from failure like it's cancer. Uh, <laughs> you know, every once in a while you want to lift to your max, that's fine. All I'm saying is if you go into the gym and you're always going to failure, you're probably overdoing it. Mm-hmm. You're probably overdoing it. For most of you, you're overdoing it. And yeah, if you use stop, it as a test. Yeah, and if you stop going to failure, uh, your results will be better. And that's, that's just kind of where I would like to end it. So yeah. uh, if you like Mind Pump, Leave us a five-star rating review. I like Mind Pump. On iTunes. Five-star rating review on iTunes. And if we like it, you'll get a free t-shirt. You can check us out on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal. 
Adam at Mind Pump Adam and Justin at Mind Pump Justin. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump.